Good evening, future passengers. Are you ready to sit back, relax, and join us on a ride of epic proportions through the mystical land of randomness? Am I a serial killer if I eat Lucky Charms? What would it be like if horror characters ran a gym? Who would run spin class? When a shark jumps out of the water, is it like suffocating for that split second? So join us every week for a brand new derailment with Goobs, Ripkin, and Jenny Bean. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at The Derailers. And don't forget to subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, and also on YouTube. Have a great night or day, folks. We want to take you now to the White House briefing room where Press Secretary Sarah Huckabee Sanders is speaking to reporters. Let's listen in. A Hollywood actor publicly encouraged people to kidnap my children. And this weekend, a member of Congress called for people to push back and make clear to those serving their country in this administration that they are not welcome anywhere, anytime, for anything. Healthy debate on ideas and political philosophy is important. But the calls for harassment and push for any Trump supporter to avoid the public is unacceptable. America is a great country, and our ability to find solutions despite those disagreements is what makes us unique. That is exactly what President Trump has done for all Americans by building a booming economy with record low unemployment for African Americans and Hispanics, the defeat of ISIS, and the ongoing work to achieve peace on the Korean Peninsula. All right, all of this was in response to Sarah Huckabee Sanders being kicked out of a restaurant in Virginia. <laughs> yes, she uh, was. 30 seconds here for you to respond to her comments. Go. Oh, boy. Sarah, let's just chat. It's just you and me for a minute, Sarah. It's not the rest of the world, Sarah. It's just you and your old pal, Justin. You know, we grew up together. We were like peas and carrots, Sarah. You taught me how to swing. I taught you how to swing. A little bit later, in a different sort of way, and just ten re- seconds left. Just remember, Sarah, that we're all goddamn people, okay, up in this world. And Mr. Trump is a—he's a—he's a bold-faced liar, man. That's the nicest way you could put it. I think he is not a good fellow. Welcome back to Sushi Jackknife. Yes! I've never been more ready to podcast in my entire life. I am also here. Yes, you are. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like we should say, I'm Justin, you're Nathan. Yeah. We've been well, doing the, that on the other show. That's the truth of we, the matter We here. never do that here, really. That's because I, I feel like they can... They know us. They can piece it together. Yeah. I want them to do some detective work. I don't want to have to do it all for them. This is not a paranormal show? You know how much people love true crime mysteries. Yeah, this is not a true crime show. This is, well, this is a little bit of a mystery for those people. Okay. All right. Which one of us is which? You're never going to fucking know. Mm-hmm. And which one of us killed someone? <laughs> Maybe you'll find out by the end of the episode. Maybe you won't. Mm-hmm. It's a multi-part story. No, no one killed anyone. That we know of. Yeah. I mean. I mean, we killed a guy one time, but well, we did that on the show. Yeah. So the facts are there. You just need to go discover them yourselves. Boy, it has been a minute, and we have missed you, and we've missed each other, and we've missed each other's voices mm-hmm. and touches. And whoa, whoa, whoa! What did I miss? Longing here? What stares it? from across the table. I just I didn't know we'd gotten to Down that point here of the podcast in, in yet. the basement. Huh? I didn't know we'd gotten to that point yet what, of the podcast. What point? This episode oh, of the touching and oh, the, uh, the longing. I thought that was like halfway through. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, it's been a minute. I'm, I'm out of practice. Yeah. <laughs> you got things out of order. I've got a little, I'm a little forklimped. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Well, it is good to see you all again that we see none of you. Yeah. I mean, in my heart, I see, I see all of you. Hmm. Um, you're all faceless. <laughs> Amorphous. Yeah. And it's just, it's like on dateline when they interview a person that doesn't want to sign the release and it's just a shadow blurred out yeah i i see a a blurred out shadow with someone speaking through like a vocoder thing so you, yeah. yeah just that's like what that. you all are to me 
<laughs> it's kind of like on Cops. Mm-hmm. You ever watch Cops? I I've seen I've seen Cops. My favorite. Can I tell you about my favorite episode of Cops? It's weird that you have a favorite episode. I but do. Go. It used to come on all the damn time. I mean, it still does. Does it still? I think so. Have they updated any of the episodes, or are they all still from 1992? Probably still from 1992. <laughs> I mean, they're they're all uh, filmed in a place that it might as well be 1992. Vintage. <laughs> so all the drugs are out of style. Yeah. Everyone's wearing backwards baseball uh-huh. caps. Uh-huh. Everyone has, like, um, hip-hop versions of Bugs Bunny and There's a lot on their shirts. There's a lot of acid-washed jeans. Yeah. A lot of. Yeah. Although that's back in style now, so I guess Cops has come all, all the way back comes around. Back. I heard a kid the other day. And then I'll tell you about my favorite story from uh, from uh, cops. Yeah, um, <clears throat> I had a kid the other day tell me that now she was born probably in what year is it? She was probably born in 1999. I don't like this already. And she told I know, and she told me that the 90s weren't cool. She's like the 80s were cool, the 70s were cool, the 20 the 2000s were cool. Nathan, the 2000s were cool. What was cool about the 2000s? I don't remember. Have we come full circle where the 2000s are already Did cool Did we skip again? the 90s? Because the 80s are back. The 80s are back hard. The, the 90s were back, but only for like a year. Yeah. Like, I remember hearing some bands that you're yeah. like, oh, you like grunge. Yep. I got it. Yep. I see where you're going with this. <laughs> and then I never like heard from them again. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, it, it's gonna. I think it's gonna come back around. I think it's a little premature. I think those people were on the cusp, right? But this particular person, I'm like, you, you didn't even live through. And I felt like the need to defend the '90s all of a sudden and be like, no, 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 I was alive. It was different. It was weird. It was good. That it doesn't make sense. It would be like me sitting here going, '60s were garbage." Yeah, you have no. Concept. I wasn't there, right? I don't travel through time. I have no idea. I was born in 1984, so I could say the 70s were garbage, or like 1980 was just total shit, but I have no context. Right, exactly. Yeah. Um, I just had to to complain about that. I don't even... I'm honestly trying to think of what in the 2000s, like pop culturally... Like was any good at all. I mean, I... I mean, that's America. There were good things that's like in the, the 2000s. Sure. But... People's lives were pleasant. But I don't know what specifically you would point out and go, that. Yeah. That was it. I mean, the 2000s to me are just like a wash of American Idol, mm-hmm. September 11th. Yeah. Um, a lot of really, really bad rock music. Yeah. Um, emo. Which yeah. emo is back? That could be what what she maybe was that's talking what about. she's referring to. I don't know. I'm confounded by it. So my favorite episode of Cops. Yeah, <laughs> I think they were in Arizona or somewhere, which which goes a long way to explain what what happened. That that's pretty much seems all like the a depressing we need part of the world. <laughs> um, sorry if you're in Arizona, but you'll understand. I think mm-hmm. once I get through the story, um, cops pull over a guy in a van. Like a work van, a white, you know. Naturally. Dodge, work van. You never see anyone on cops being pulled over in like their Maserati. Never. <laughs> Not what? Though I would love to see that, actually. Yeah. Um, that would just turn into a weird showcase of white privilege, probably. Yeah. Like, do you know who I am? Sorry, sir. Move along. You you have a whole bunch of meth in your back seat, so <laughs> doesn't just, matter. I'll take that, and then you can be on yeah. your way. Exactly. Yeah. Um, you must understand, we can't let this get in the streets. So, <laughs> um, so they pull over this van, and they get the guy out, and whatever, you know, guys, you know, obviously high. Right. Not sure on what. And then they, he says, officer, I, there's another guy in the back of the van. And so we open up the back of the van, mm-hmm. and there's another guy in there, and both these guys look like they were rejected from the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Okay. In the 90s. Okay. So picture under the bridge era, Anthony Kiedis. And they have they have socks on their ding-dongs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they have acid, wa- acid wash, cut off, right. jean shorts, right. uh, torn t-shirts, backwards caps, long hair. And uh, the one guy, <laughs> all you can see in the back of the van is just cans of paint. Mm-hmm. Just cans of paint everywhere. 
and uh, uh, the officer says, well, "What are you? What are you guys been doing? You've been parked on the side of the highway <laughs> <laughs> for a while. We've been hanging around. What's been going on?" And the one guy, the one guy, uh, you know, they what is happening? And, and they're asking this to the driver, and then the other guy pulls a bag off his face, and okay. he has a, he has a a goatee and mustache of gold <laughs> of gold paint oh, and uh, no. the officer says have you been have you been huffing paint sir and he's like no no what <laughs> me never never and he has paint on his shirt he's these guys have been destroying their brains right. with metallic paint for hours. And that's probably why they didn't have a better excuse as to what they were doing. <laughs> and it's just great because they're, they're so in denial. But their fate, he doesn't realize he's got paint all over his wow. face. It's, that's my favorite episode of Cops. That's, that's the adult version of like all the cartoons where the kid's like, I didn't need chocolate. Right. And then he's got chocolate <laughs> <Exactly>. everywhere. <laughs> he's got a ring of chocolate around his mouth. Yeah. I didn't huff the paint. Ah. What do you mean? <laughs> paint. <laughs> uh, gold is the perfect color for that too. I know. Yeah. They weren't, uh, they were blinging. They were blinging it mm-hmm. out. They weren't just going soft. You, you huff classy that way. You do. I want to take a second right here. To say that we here at Sushi Jackknife, we here do not encourage huffing of any sort of paint or other no. huffing supply. I don't glue. I know glue, glue, glue is one of them. One. Yeah, um, though it did wonders for the Ramones. I mean, they got a song out of it. Yeah, but there's only one of them alive now. So good point. I, you Which know, one is alive? Take the good with the bad. Um, not Dee Dee. No, no, Johnny. Dee Dee Johnny. Uh, Joey, Joey, all gone. So one of the drummers. Uh, Marky. Ah. Marky's still alive. The main drummer. Okay. Not the original drummer. Which was Mikey? Uh, Mickey? I can't keep There's like 80 E's in yeah. there. <laughs> um, he's still alive. I read okay. his book. Oh. Oddly enough, out of all of them, he's the one that got in trouble for, like, drunk driving. <laughs> <laughs> I guess Dee Dee never was drunk when he was driving, just on heroin and random pills. Yeah. So poor Dee Dee, yeah. though. Poor Dee Dee. Yeah. Um, he went through a lot. Yeah. I mean, they all went through a lot. They did. They really from the streets. Yeah. Yeah. Except except for Johnny, he didn't go through that much. He was just kind of kind of a turd. Which why he was he was a Republican, right? Yeah. That's yeah. Bizarre. He bizarre. he was a Republican that joined the Ramones. Uh, according to what I've read, that was his next step after he was rejected from the army. Whoa. That's a big That's a left about turn, face man. right there. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and it's, uh, you went as far the opposite direction as you could. Yes. Yes. So. But, you know, you got to give it to Johnny because he used the same guitar, the same amps, set the same way yeah. for his entire career. Yeah. Part of that, I'm assuming, is he didn't know what else to do with them. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the punk thing was like, no pedals, just turn your guitar amp as loud as it will go. And go. And go. Yeah. Yeah. I love so, that, man. Yeah. I love that. Anyway, so don't huff. Don't huff anything. anything. Unless it's oxygen. Biscotti. Uh, be careful when you huff biscotti. <laughs> <laughs> we inspire a generation of children to go crunch up biscotti. And this is how you get the the like Tide Pod <laughs> challenges. Someone says it as a joke. Next thing you know, there's a bunch of 12-year-olds smashing biscotti and sniffing it. You know, start somewhere. Piercing their eyes with Duh. sharp biscottis. Oh, boy. Yeah. Like a, like a, like a serrated almond. <laughs> Jesus. I got a biscotti shard. <laughs> um did you on on the subject of huffing yeah did you ever like smell a sharpie when you were a kid i mean i've smelled a sharpie like stuck it up to your nose no not really with the sharpie but i do and i think they stopped making these as um as powerful as they used to be 
I remember as a kid the magic markers that were fruit scented. Oh yeah, those still and, around. Yeah. Um, we would have those in class, and you there's always just a kid going blueberry, <laughs> <laughs> just for like ten minutes. Now you're not gonna get high off the, but I feel like. You know, people talk about pot being a gateway drug. Right. Scented markers are the gateway drug. <laughs> Man, I did. I did one time. I must have been in middle school. I did the Sharpie. Only once. And it, I mean, you get a headache. Yeah. You feel lightheaded. I mean, I've been in, Sucks. in a room with a lot of Sharpie and been like, ah. Uh, like with the caps off? Yeah. Well, like, <laughs> like if you're in a small room and multiple people are using Sharpies, yeah. the smell is pungent this sounds like a bizarre like jumping into either a gang or a or a sorority i don't know why a sorority and not a fraternity get into the sharpie room i guess i just want to be one of the girls (laughs) so yeah you walk into a closet and they just have like 500 sharpies with the caps off in there (laughs) and you have to like i don't know drink like a six pack of beer yeah while you're in there and that's the duration of the time. How, however long it takes and you to get the six-pack of beer down? Right. Okay. And then when you come out, you're fucked. Yeah. You're completely fucked. And then they just punch you in the face for the next 20 minutes. Yeah, that sounds like a sorority. And you're jumped into the sorority. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Here's your skirt. Wow. <laughs> I'm, I'm not 100% certain how sororities work. That wasn't so hard. <laughs> oh. Did you have a uh, Greek life at your school? No. We did not either. No, that I feel like I missed out on that not being yeah. in it, but yeah. being able to make fun yeah. of the people who were in it. Likewise. Likewise, cuz we I, didn't have it either. I just had at our school we had like the football players to make fun of. Yeah. Which was kind of the equivalent but not because some of them were fine and right. you're like fine, whatever, you're okay. <laughs> I won't make fun of all of you. We had the uber religious to make fun of. Well, it, I I had that, you had that too. too. Although, you know, it was a religious school, so they yes. were the cool kids. See, that's odd. Yeah, that is odd. Uh, odd odd note um, about one of them. By the way, I found this out today. Oh, today? Yeah, breaking I, uh, news. <laughs> not good news. <laughs> okay. Um. So I I got a reminder on. Fa- not a reminder, but Facebook constantly is saying, you might want to be friends with this person. And I always go, decline. <laughs> but one of them made me think of a person that I went to school with. And I was like, I wonder whatever happened to that person. Because they were problematic. Okay. We'll, we'll say problematic. <clears throat> I know what you mean. He, uh, he got sentenced to, um, I, it was around 50 years. Whoa. For, um, what, I can't remember the exact charge, but like, uh, something, illegal sodomy. Oh my God. Like, what? You were in the religion department and you worked in the campaign of a Republican prospective state congressman. That's what, that's (laughs) where sodomy lives. Yeah. Yeah. My friends. Yeah. So that was an interesting surprise today. How, like, how many people do you have to... Did he sodomize people? Well, I'm glad like you asked. Like, aggravated sodomy? Um, I don't know that he actually did. Yeah. But uh, they caught him. Sodomizing someone? There there were two people. Oh, boy. Uh, they caught him. Okay. I don't know if it was in the act, after, whatever. Okay. He was already in trouble. Ah. Uh. So, it was like... A compiling effect. Okay. Because he was already on the offender list. Oh, boy. So. Not kids, right? Like, we're not talking. No. Okay. okay. No, like 20-year-olds. Okay. Not Still Cons- not good, by the way. Consenting. I want that. Yeah. Not, not consenting. Oh, not consenting. Yeah, that would, that's where the. Uh, uh, the 50 bad, years comes in. Yeah. Um, so oh, boy. So, it was like a, a certain number of years for being on the registry. And not obeying the rules while you're on the registry, sure, I guess. Sure. And then also, you know, a few decades thrown on there for the actual charge. Oh my God. Crazy. Wow. Yeah. Anyway, so that's the religion department. <laughs> See, this it's is so... this is why you gotta just let people be people, because if you don't, they become aggravated sodomists mm-hmm. rather than just 
yeah. congenials. Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, like, it's fine. Like, you can find other people who want you it, to fuck them in the ass. There is an entire community the, for Dedicated that to that. Yeah. Were they men that he was sodomizing? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. see, he could have sex every day of his life with a different guy. Yeah. Cons- consensually. Mm-hmm. No problem. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Grinder exists. Grinder is a reality. I don't even think you have to pay for it. No. Any of it. Not yeah. the app. Not the sex. No, it's just, you're you just know, swiping. Swipe, yeah. swipe, 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 swipe. It's super easy. Swipe either left or right uh, all day long. Whichever one is the one that says yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then you go for that. Right. Is it right? You're is not that picky. You're a man. Yeah. So you're just trying to get out there and sodomize. So um, that is what my school was like. Wow. <laughs> well, and okay. So you went to a, a Nazarene school, yes. right? I went to a traditionally Baptist school, but they were sort of just, just, just generally Christian. Now none of the professors were; they were all pretty liberal. See, that's that's a much better start already. Yeah, you didn't have that. We had. So we had some professors who were like Nazarene liberal. Okay. Which is the equivalent of just like humans. <laughs> like, oh, they're a person. Okay. Yeah. Huh. And then you had the very conservatives. Yeah. Conservative ones. That, sure. Like I, I may have mentioned this at some point on this podcast. Maybe not. The class I did the worst in there was ethics. Because the ethics professor did not agree with my stance on ethical issues. And so she always graded me down because there's a black and white answer to all of these. And I apparently chose the wrong one. God bless you for being a free thinker. <laughs> I, just, I just kept going. I couldn't do it. I, no, I know you. Like the first, the first time it happened, I'm like, okay, I know, I know what happened here. And then the next topic I got was abortion. Or no, no, it was euthanasia. Okay, just euthanasia. Euthanasia. And I'm like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't think I can do it. <laughs> and I could not. You couldn't. <laughs> I, I got like a 55 on the paper. <laughs> because you probably, you're a good writer. You probably wrote a very good paper. She, she had marked like one punctuation correction, which I still contend was a choice like it, it was it like where a comma was yeah, or something? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, commas are bullshit. No one, um, yeah. She had that marked, and then nothing else, and it was a fifty-five. <laughs> what? <laughs> so just purely on your yeah. opinion, just on the content. Didn't oh like the my content. God, Nathan. Mm-hmm. Come on. I passed. Yeah, I passed ethics because the test I could get the correct answers on the multiple choice you, test. Oh yeah. But but those papers were going to be bad every time for her. Every time. These are the these are the exact like globalists that my father in law is always complaining about. Mm-hmm. Letting me I made a positive step forward psychologically today, by the way. I okay. blocked him. Oh. On my phone. What 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 are you gonna do when he realizes he's blocked? I don't know. I don't really care. Okay. I only respond I, like every fifty I mean, things. That's anyway. actually I, I have no issue with that. That's a healthy <clears throat> thing. Thank you. So d- this is today, all right? Today. Okay, I'm going to start with yesterday. Okay. But just one from yesterday. Uh, two from yesterday. New York Times, this is the text he wrote me. New York Times, May 25th, 2000. Oh, boy. The globalist sellouts vote to allow communist China normalized trade relations. Okay. Later that day. You're not likely to see this on NPR, CNN, MSNBC, ABC, CBS, or BBC. So, like, on one thing? Uh, so, but, yeah. what, what's Breitbart talking about? <laughs> right. Wait, he said CBS. No, CBN. What is CBN? Well, that's... Christian Broadcasting Network? Yeah. Yeah, come on. No. I mean... Of course you're not going to see it, because... Well, I have a whole separate issue with those <laughs> okay, networks. Okay. Uh, one of them has Mike Huckabee on now, doing a news program. Yeah. That's religious. Yeah. Anyway, go ahead. Today... At 8.32 this morning, this is, you know, I'm having coffee. Coffee is entering my body for the first time of the day. Mm-hmm. I receive this. Venezuelans forced to pay for water as army takes over. Socialism has slid into a dictatorship in Venezuela. Social- socialism sounds good on paper. 
Okay. <laughs> I would like him to find the NPR, CNN, MSNBC, etc. Yeah. Article. Yeah. That was like, you know what's a pretty cool country right now? <laughs> you know what government seems to be doing really well and we like everything about them? Yeah. <laughs> Con- congratulations, you've reached the conclusion we all reached two years ago. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Thank you, Nathan. We know this. We know this. No, no one... No one is looking at Venezuela and saying, that's operating correctly. (laughs) That is going well. That's a clear example of how socialism works. You know what a clear example of how socialism works is? The goddamn United States of America. (laughs) Am I wrong? Uh, I mean, it it depends on your example here. We are a bit socialists. There there are parts of us there. There are parts of us. You know what's shockingly socialist? What? I've realized this. No, shockingly, <laughs> Tennessee. Yeah, there. So, Tennessee, our home state, for a uh, red state with all Republicans everywhere, minus Jim Cooper and probably whoever's Love you, in Jim Memphis. Cooper. Colby Sledge in Memphis? No, no, no. He's no, just, Colby Sledge he's doesn't just, count. He's, he's not, not a Republican, though. Nothing, nothing against Colby Sledge. He's just like he, he's little time. Okay, I'm talking big time. <laughs> okay. I'm talking going to be on Meet the Press. Sure. For all of the crazy right-wing people we have, we also have free community college. Yes, we do. And um, free, like, physical therapy yeah. for children that need it. It There are weird socialized, uh, social <coughs> programs here that the Republicans have come up with that they're like, this is a really cool idea. It's what like if the, we tried this? It's like they've been <laughs> hanging out in the Sharpie room and they came out of there yeah. in their skirts mm-hmm. with great ideas. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's, you know, like when, um, I can't think of his <clears throat> name, uh, was the governor in Massachusetts, Mitt Romney, that's Mitt Romney. It, uh, came up with uh, socialized health care. You remember that? Yeah. Remember that? And it was great. Remember how that was a really cool idea? But and it then, worked. Then it was a bad idea? Yeah. Yeah. It's a thing. Um, <laughs> later on that day, later on today, excuse yeah. me, Yeah. Mattis sits for China for talks with Chinese military leaders. I got no problem with that. Next, we get an article from Times of Israel, then from the New York Times. Now, it's like you have the worst <laughs> CNN news alert set ever. I know. Now, here's the here is the um, <clears throat> here's the here's the HTTPS the address for the Times of Israel article. Oh, good. That's that's TimesOfIsrael.com. Iranians chant death to Palestine at economic protests. Okay, uh, the New York Times article. Uh, this is t- today. Trump liberal Trump liberal activist shaming. Now the, the the coup d'état the other day, Nathan. The coup d'état. Yeah. Put it over the line for me. This is part of the reason I blocked him. Yeah. Coup d'état. He sent me a link to an article saying that Trump's millennial staffers are really having a tough time in Washington. Oh, what? They're Sound- really having a tough time. I don't know. It sounds like a bunch of snowflakes to me. <laughs> I just like. Because your generation was so great. Mm -hmm. Because you fuckers have done an amazing job of preserving the planet, building strong relationships with your children, uh, you know, not sending us into this goddamn spiraling (laughs) shitstorm that we're in. What? I think everything's going perfectly. (laughs) I don't see anything wrong with any of this. You baby boomers. And some of you Gen Xers. Mm Mm-hmm. You cusp Gen Xers. Yeah. They're really pissing me off. I, l- let, me, let me tell you what I have found extra amusing this week. The clip that we were playing earlier of yep. good old Sarah. Sarah, Sarah Huckleberry. Um, <laughs> uh, what, what was it? Last week? Last the week. The Supreme Court decision came down about the baker? That's right. Okay. The guy doesn't have to bake cakes for gay people. Now, again... I, I I think we've discussed this on here. I see a gray area there. Sure. Okay. I see a gray area. But, he's a shit, but yeah. Yeah. No, he's yeah. a terrible human being. Yeah. Yeah. But the yeah. Supreme Court yeah. ruled in his favor. Yes. Okay. This week, 
and Sarah Huckabee Sanders, who loved that Supreme Court decision. I mean, if it was a person, she would divorce her husband. (laughs) She would become Sarah Huckabee Supreme Court cake decision. That would be her entire last name. She loved it so much. Went to a restaurant. Yes. They, the owner had LGBT staff. She said, hey, look at that turd over there, guys. How do you feel about her being here? And they said they didn't feel comfortable and wanted to not serve her. So the owner asked her to leave. Yeah. It's the worst thing that's ever happened. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. The, The protected class that the Supreme Court went against, that was no big deal. A individual an individual yeah who has done (laughs) distasteful things is asked to leave a restaurant right politely by all accounts it wasn't like the owner walked over and punched her in the throat and kicked her out right asked her to leave and said they would not be serving her and you got her all over it you got her dad yeah making terrible jokes that make me ashamed to love dad jokes I feel shame every time I read his jokes. I also feel shame that at one point I was like, that guy's probably not so bad. Yeah, he lost his mind at some point. Yeah, though. he did. He did um, go off the deep end. And Doesn't he play bass? Yeah, yeah. He probably needs to pick the bass back up. He uh, He's played bass with Ted Nugent. Does that surprise you? Oh, boy. <laughs> I would be happier if he had played bass with Bill Clinton playing saxophone. Actually, I would. I would, if they went on a tour together. Yeah. I would probably pay to see that, that sounds just like for a second. The worst jazz quartet you've ever heard, but like <laughs> you would still go, yeah, because it was like, oh wow, they're all getting along. Well, yeah, at least until midway through the set, right? Don't um, take away that bass solo. That's sixteen. <laughs> that sixteen bars is his. Um, even even Donald Trump was tweeting about how wrong it was <clears throat> that she was denied a meal. Yeah. <clears throat> Come on. You're the party that's that's talking about how sensitive everyone else is. Yeah. That's all you do. Yeah. Everyone is just overly sensitive. <laughs> PC culture gone wrong. <laughs> just how toughen th- up. How thin is your skin? If you if you make a deal with Satan to go out <laughs> and just deliver his message on a daily basis. Yeah. You can't be surprised when people give you some pushback. That's right. That's right. It's why I didn't take the job. That and it wasn't offered to me. Not yet. <laughs> Nathan. I, I, you know what? I would take that job. Yeah. And I would deliver his his message, like the words he wants delivered. Yeah. But I would be doing it like, yeah, no, the president said so. <laughs> <laughs> like, say it say exactly what i'm supposed to but just rolling my eyes and shrugging the whole time <laughs> i do like you're talking to your ethics professor <laughs> i think the president's record stands on its own <laughs> our economy's great for some reason you're wearing a neon green suit in my mind when you're doing this i, I might as well i be. don't know and you have spiky hair <laughs> it's all very 80s um <laughs> this leads to an interesting question yeah when you're afraid, when you're afraid and you're alone at night. Okay. I mean, just stick with me here. Okay. Afraid, you're alone at night. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe in a in a hypochondriac sort of haze. Okay. That happens to you. Yeah. I, I have anxiety. You, you have specific anxiety about your health. Periodically. Periodically. You're dealing. What is your Satan? Like what, you know how. Oh, WebMD. good answer um Um, so uh here's a specific example recently okay now i will say this did not um i i i did not get concerned overly like there was like the slight concern but not too bad okay um i would i got out of the shower one day and was putting deodorant on and i noticed a lump in my armpit yeah Breast cancer. As does happen. Yeah. You get lumps in your armpit. Um, So 
I wasn't concerned because I could feel it's just like an ingrown hair or something, whatever. Yeah, yeah. But I mentioned it to my wife, who flippantly just off the cuff went, yeah, and I mean, if it's cancer, that's an okay place to have it. And then just goes on her way. She went on with her day? Yeah, yeah. She was in the middle of something and just flippantly said it. no, 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 no. Now, I... Like I said, I was not, I'd already decided what it was. I did spend uh, probably 10 minutes Googling it a couple times. Oh, my God. I'm like, no, no, it's not. It's not. I don't have sudden weight loss. I'm okay. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, WebMD. (laughs) WebMD. My image of Satan is still, because this was a big part of my childhood, all dogs go to heaven. Mm Mm-hmm. The premise of All Dogs Go to Heaven is... Is that All Dogs Go to Heaven. heaven. It's right there in the title. It's a very good title. Very, very thorough. Everything that you need (laughs) to know is right there. However, what they don't tell you is that some dogs do go to hell Mm -hmm. and then come back to Earth, and then Satan wants them back. Yeah. And in All Dogs Go to Heaven, I don't know if you remember, Satan is represented... As a sort of devil cloud, oh, like a big giant I don't red this. devil cloud, and that's still my Satan. Inside. That's not great. No, no, because he that's could not be, a good kids movie. <laughs> he could be fuck anywhere. Like yeah. you know what I'm saying? Hmm. Yeah. Like behind me right now. I, as a kids movie, I have I have several issues with this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like. He comes back to claim this dog. Yeah, as you want to have happen. You know, there aren't a lot of Pixar movies that deal... (laughs) Maybe that's their issue, that deal with uh, the afterlife. Maybe they need to go into that. I have the perfect concept. Okay. Up to, colon, down. (laughs) (laughs) The old man dies. The boy follows him to hell. Mm Mm-hmm. And then they fight their way out. Actually, that would be a great movie. Right? Mm-hmm. It's, it's like Dante's Inferno, but the, like in reverse. The little boy and Doug. Doug the dog. Obviously, Doug yeah. is going to be Oh, in of it. course. Have to make their way across the River of Sticks. Yes. Because for some reason, hell actually is, you know, there's a River of Sticks. and uh, It's all there. It's all Everything you've heard is Greek. there. Yeah. Um, they even have Cloud Satan. Yeah. And, uh, and has to go find the old man. <laughs> and I imagine he's just still sitting there in a rocker, cranky. <laughs> uh, it's hot in here. <laughs> mm. There's a demon that he's trying to read the paper, and the demon just keeps taking it. <laughs> just a real shitty little demon. <laughs> that you know that would probably be like one of the worst things you not the newspaper specifically but yeah. the worst things you could have in hell just like a demon that just annoys you constantly by doing the exact same thing over and over absolutely like the burning and stuff would be awful right but just like a demon that keeps like flicking you in the ear every yeah. 20 seconds or so oh, that would for suck. eternity yeah that would really Ooh, that's no good just an annoying little demon just Every time you you turn on the TV, he changes the channel to Fox News. (laughs) What a dick. Every time. Every time. Mm -hmm. And he goes, (sighs) (laughs) and it's always Sean Hannity. These are my people. (laughs) (laughs) Just constantly Sean Hannity in a loop in hell. That's that's what you watch. Yeah, that and scenes of of your guy from your college sodomizing people. (laughs) How much sodomy do you think there is in hell? A lot, right? There's a lot of sodomy in hell. It probably depends on your view of it. Yeah, if you're into sodomy, yeah. not so much. Yeah, that's... You're, there's no sodomy. You specifically go to the the no sodomy wing. Yeah. If that's a thing you like. In the white room. Sorry. <laughs> so, before we started the podcast today, we did a number of things. Yeah. We had a little wine, mm-hmm. had a little water. Yeah. We took a walk to the Circle K. Mm-hmm. We got a couple of black and mild jazz because we're those guys. Yeah. We had them. And then somehow we got along to the subject of anal bleaching. Yeah. And then you said, mm-hmm. no, maybe it was me. I don't want to pin this on you. Uh, go ahead and say it. I and bet I'll... that's on YouTube. Oh, no, I said that. Okay. I said I, I would assume 
because there is a tutorial for everything on YouTube. On YouTube. Uh, that there would be a tutorial on how to do that on YouTube. And so, friends, friends of the show, friends of the podcast, if you put in YouTube, don't don't do it. By the way, no. if you if you're going to do it before before we tell you what to do, uh, get off of your company Wi-Fi. <laughs> oh, definitely. If you're listening to this at work, <laughs> off the company Wi-Fi. Absolutely. Uh, if you have a nosy. Uh, spouse or significant other that you don't feel like explaining this to, <laughs> uh, go into that that safe mode or whatever it is. <laughs> safe mode, incognito. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and uh, then you can Google. And so, if you put in DIY anal bleaching mm-hmm. into YouTube, there's DIY intimate bleaching. That's the top hit. That's had eighty thousand views. By the way, okay. How many people? 80,000. 80,000. How many people are like us where they went, no, this can't really. Oh, oh, it oh. is. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and I have two YouTube accounts. One is under our name and uh-huh. one's under my name. And mine went right to it. Didn't even ask me if I wanted to see it. <laughs> Ours, because we're not on, I think we're not on YouTube Red or whatever, uh-huh. was like, do you really want to? Like, I got the little YouTube, like, so, like smirky face. Like, so when you I... personally went there, yeah. YouTube went, oh no, we know what you want to see. <laughs> we've we've seen your other Google searches. <laughs> We're well aware of your tendencies, my friend. <laughs> Number two, anal bleaching demonstration with somebody. 4.8 million views. What? Uh-huh. Then we got Helen Kyle, anal bleaching 101, the facts. Then we got, this is a, this is a bit of a, um, a euphemism. Mm-hmm. Genital lightning, lightning, hmm. DIY, for under $3. Oh, well, that's a bargain right a- there. And that's from Ashley Outrageous. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and say, if you are looking for any sort of bleaching advice, someone with Outrageous in their name, probably not the person <laughs> you want to get that advice from. I don't know this for a fact. But, but- Nathan... 86,000 views. And then we got home remedies for bleach your anus. That's not a remedy. You don't have a problem. <laughs> it's supposed to be that color. I Bleaching it is... Okay, sorry. Anyway, so we, we hit the number two video because there's an actual demonstration here. And I don't know if this is your thing. Maybe, maybe your friend Captain Sodomy would be into this, but... <laughs> you can see... So much in this video. It's bizarre. <laughs> Not the appropriate reaction to the activity. With cleaning the skin. And that's what it sounds like when someone's bleaching your asshole. There's Not, a lot of giggling going on, apparently. I, I don't believe that that is the appropriate reaction. <laughs> I think, like, maybe a, a, some discomfort and a mild scream. How do you get into that line of business? You know... Are you an esthetician... <laughs> And then you're like, well, you know, I feel like expanding my client base. I think you get a master's degree <laughs> and you get to choose. And those those uh, colleges that advertise like during the day, like DeVry and all DeVry, of those, yeah. you can get a certificate. You can, you, can, the- <laughs> you can learn how to fix an HVAC or uh, fix, you know, a refrigerator or anal bleaching. Those are those are the choices. Guys, you can go to the Art Institute for this. The <laughs> Art Institute. You can pay $86,000. Wow. To get 86,000 views. There you go. Of when you bleached someone's asshole. You went to New Orleans. Yeah. Did you that that has nothing, nothing to do with what we were talking about. <laughs> did you go all the way out cuz you could have done this at home. Yeah. Mhm. On YouTube. Well, I didn't I didn't see Ashley Outrageous's video. <laughs> If only you'd known before you left. It's a bargain. That's why we haven't been here. How have you been? How was New Orleans? It was good. Um, it was uh, clammy. Yeah. Very um, swampy, as you would expect. Yeah. But good. Very good. You enjoyed it? Yeah. That's a good place. Did you have coffee? Uh, yeah. Did you have beignets? I, I did. We went We went to the Café de Mont. <sighs> Had a beignet and a cafe au lait. Was it great? Uh, 
I'll it was be honest all right. with you. Yeah. It was the best beignet I've ever had. Okay. Little French donut, if you don't. That know. is not saying much because I don't like uh, pastries that are coated in powdered sugar. That's understandable. At all. So you're not a funnel cake guy. No. Yeah. Um, it's. I don't know if it's because I, it's too messy. I just don't like them. Yeah. It's not that great to me. They were very good, but I wouldn't. If I went back, I probably wouldn't go and get them again. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Even though they're cheap, wouldn't do it. Is there, it looks like from the cans, because mm-hmm. I've only ever seen the picture from the cans of coffee. Yeah. That there's like a big outdoor area. Mm-hmm. And you're, there's like lots of tables and you just. It's, so there's a big outdoor area and then there's a big indoor area that's actually ah. really an outdoor area. Okay. Like there are no walls. It just, it's covered. Yeah. There's yeah. no air conditioning. It's a porch. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, it was packed. I bet. With a variety of tourists, I don't. I would venture a guess that no one who lives in New Orleans ever goes there. I can, I would I would assume so. Like not one time. Like they walk by it and go no uh. no. In fact, they probably don't walk by it because it's right in the middle of an area with like you know a bunch of shops and stuff like that. Other touristy. It's kind of like here. Like we don't actually go eat the hot chicken. Oh no, I eat the hot chicken. I mean, but not like where everyone else is eating the hot chicken. Well, I don't I don't go downtown right. and order the hot chicken at the random uh honky tonk on Broadway that no. serves quote hot chicken. It's just that's just slightly spicy chicken. Yeah. I want hot chicken that will possibly hurt me. Yeah. Either going in or coming out. Of course. Well, both. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully. Yeah. Um yeah, so that was fun. Uh, we went and saw the Preservation Jazz oh, Hall Band. Oh, you did. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. That was fun. I recommend that. Everyone should go there for that. Did you have? Day. Did you happen to have a Sazerac while you were there? I did. Yeah. Uh, Way we, to go. We went to um, uh, Commander's Palace. That's oh, I, I don't know what that is. So Commander's Palace, I... Uh, I feel like this is like a tour guide to New Orleans. No. Commander's Palace <laughs> is one of the oldest fine dining restaurants in the country. Oh, wow. Like it's been around since late 1800s. Whoa. Uh, and is always on a variety of lists as the, like must do. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that was, it was our anniversary trip. So that was our uh, anniversary dinner. Wonderful. Um, I had quail. Ooh. Yeah. How was that? Oh, good. Quail's always good. I've never had quail. You've never had quail? No. It's like a tiny bird. You gotta Dil- eat that quail. <laughs> Suck its tiny bones. Uh, yeah, I I really enjoyed the quail. Um, and the, we had turtle soup. Wow. Yeah. What was that like? It's like soup, but with tiny hunks of turtle in it. Okay. What's turtle uh, taste like? Eh. I mean, just... It was in a soup. You can't tell. <laughs> so it's a non-starter. Yeah, I mean, it, I it was good soup, but it's you know it's turtle. Yeah, yeah. Did you order it just because you're like, yeah, I'll probably never have the chance yeah, to eat that again? Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's their specialty. Oh, that's their thing. Oh, it's okay. That's their specialty appetizer. Gotcha. You can have a salad of some sort, or you can have turtle or, soup. or turtle soup. So you get the turtle soup. Yeah, and then you go, oh, okay. That's what that that's was like. fine. Yeah. <laughs> it was good. Um, yeah. So. That sounds fun. Yeah, it was good. All all of New Orleans is good. Ha- have you been? Have no, you been? Never the been. The vibe in New Orleans is fantastic. Like just I, I walking around that. the French Quarter, except for bourbon. Because <laughs> everyone's throwing up. Yeah. On. yeah. It's like the French Quarter. It's really weird. And the French Quarter, all the side streets are nice. And like they might be a little bit busy, but. Um, they're pretty relaxed, whatever. And then you get to bourbon and it's just like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> look at the big plastic cup I have. <laughs> ah! It It's a, uh, it's very different. <laughs> Beale just street. One street. And Beale street in Memphis is kind of like that. Yeah. It's imagine Beale street, but way worse. Okay. Like way. And probably worse. larger. Cause Beale street isn't actually that big. Bur- bourbon street. Like, the actual part, it's probably like eh, three three quarters of a mile, maybe half a mile okay. right. of 
people. Several blocks. Yeah. Oh, many blocks. Yeah. yeah. Of people. Um, I, <laughs> it, people think they're being very debaucherous. Yeah. It's that thing. We've seen that before, though. Yeah, where people are like, yeah. oh, I'm getting crazy. But it's really just people drinking and being loud. Yeah. Like, that's really as crazy as anyone has you gotten. You can find anywhere, yeah. yeah. I don't, I've never understood, like, I'm going to get really crazy. Give me that fruity drink. In a minute, I'm going to yell. And that's the whole evening plan. <laughs> I mean, that's like if you come to Nashville, guys, as natives, we can tell you. And you go to Broadway. Mm-hmm. That's what Broadway is, essentially. Yeah. Yeah. It's just that the flavor is slightly different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The music, I'm sure, is better in New Orleans. Uh, I mean, not, not on bourbon. Not, it's the same shit, right? On well, No, it's not. It's different because it's going to be like, you know, like it's party music uh, on bourbon. The rest of the streets, you get the New Orleans jazz. You get some Louis Armstrong. It's very nice. That's what you should That's have. part of the relaxing vibe. Okay. You're like, oh, it's happy. Mm. So as you're walking around, yeah. not bourbon street, yeah. as you're walking around everywhere else, everywhere French else. Quarter, yeah. you're hearing jazz all over. For, for the most part. For the yeah. most part. Yeah. And people are just chill? Like, people yeah, are just... pretty much. That's great. Yeah. That's great. Um, one of the more interesting things, I briefly mentioned this to you. So we, um, I don't know if you've ever seen cemeteries in New Orleans. Uh, pictures and stuff. Okay, yeah. so the, uh, specifically the Catholic Church okay. is very large there. And they bury people in a traditional French way. Oh. Which is like an above ground, uh, for lack of a better word, box. Yeah. That you you just put the the coffin in until the people have rotted. Okay. <laughs> like a mausoleum kind of thing? Sort of, yeah. And then then you just push the bones off of the shelf. Oh, wow. And you can put the next person in. Oh, boy. So it's like a whole family will be buried in one Holy box. Holy moly. Okay. So we we took a tour because the only way you can get into these graveyards now, because so many people have started... Robbing them? Doing things to Ugh. them. Robbing them, you know, just painting things, writing S- all over sodomizing them. Sodomizing yeah. people near yeah. them. Um <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's a little hard to get it out of my yeah. head. They uh, they will only let you go through on a tour. That makes sense. So we went through yeah. on a tour with a lady who was way too into graves. Okay. I mean, uncomfortably into graves. Not not like a haunted tour, just a grave tour. So she's walking around going, now this grave... Look at this. Look at this artwork on the gravestone. You're like, okay. All right, weirdo, let's go. <laughs> but in the middle of this graveyard. Okay. So most of them are rectangles. Okay. Is a pyramid. Whoa. A big white pyramid. No one has been buried in this pyramid. Oh. It's on it's reserved. No. For one Nicholas Cage. What? Nicholas Cage commissioned. What? Yeah, he commissioned a giant pyramid-shaped, the only pyramid-shaped uh, grave in this graveyard. <laughs> no one knows if he actually intends to be buried there, but he paid for it. <laughs> and this is off the back of National Treasure. Like he's. We we don't know why he chose One the pyramid. Would assume. It may be that. He does love Egypt. He he owns a mummy. Is he an Egyptologist? I, I think he's just a, a freak. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean you have to wonder what upset what causes a per I mean There's a lot of questions I'm I have thrown. about this. I'm thrown. Um I I don't understand commissioning <laughs> A right. unique grave for yourself to right. begin with. Right. Because the others are all very, very much the same, except for one big one in the middle that is very <laughs> traditional and has been there for a long time. I don't remember who's buried in it. Someone important. And you got to think in New Orleans, like, 
this is common. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then they, they, this this famous guy comes up offering people a large sum of money. I'm yeah. sure the the archdiocese. Yeah. Oh, yeah. and he, and they're like, yeah, Nicholas Cage. Okay, that's they more money for they weed? tore up a bush out of out of oh, the graveyard wow. to have wow. space to build this giant pyramid. That is, how is this not on the news every night? <laughs> this is like this is one of those things that you know we're talking about true crime pipe. Mm-hmm. Podcast. There should be a whole podcast re- uh, d- dedicated to Nicholas. To why Nicholas Cage's graves? Yeah, like does he, he might have more than one. We who know? don't know. Maybe they're set up at seven different points around the world. Yeah, knowing Nicholas Cage, I feel like there's a chance he does have them at seven different points in the world, and he's yeah. going to have his body split up, yeah, so that <laughs> no jokes. one can get all of him. <laughs> He doesn't want a grave robber to get all of the pieces of him at one time. Because he's a little worried that, like, face-off could come true. Mm-hmm. Like, if someone could steal his his identity. <laughs> it, it just makes no sense whatsoever. No, it makes zero sense. Um, and <laughs> and so, it's bizarre. So, she's telling us all this, and one of the people on the tour is, I, I believe, asked, is he from New Orleans? And she goes, no. <laughs> he has no connection to the city. He's just like, yeah, that would be really cool. I'm going to be buried in a pyramid in this graveyard. What if he has one themed after every movie of his? What, every movie? Well, not every movie. He's been in a lot of movies. The <laughs> what would the Raising Arizona grave be? <laughs> the significant movies. Okay, okay. Of which, yeah, Raising Arizona actually would be one of them. Yeah. Uh, adaptation. Mm-hmm. Which is a great movie. I, and he's very good in it. I, Have you seen it? Yeah, yeah. He, uh, I mean, he's very good in some movies. And then, fuck, I don't, whoa, in other movies. Yeah, it's strange. It's, maybe that's when he's preoccupied, like, during those movies with planning. <laughs> His next grave. Yeah. Just looking into the afterlife, seeing what's on the horizon. So in, like, Season of the Witch, he's like, I'm gonna get a, I'm gonna get a fucking stone yeah. grave. Yeah, you know it'd be kind of neat, guys. <laughs> like when I die, just like a pyramid. <laughs> Hang with me here. I don't. Uh, I don't want to be like a mummy in the pyramid. I just you know. Oh, but but put my corpse in a pyramid. I mean, not a mummy, <laughs> obviously, because we don't speak of Brendan Fraser. No, no. <laughs> oh man, I bet he, knowing how much he loves Egypt. Yeah. I bet he was so salty when Brendan Fraser got that role. The mummy. Oh, you know he wanted yeah. that. Oh. Yeah, I don't I don't understand what would possess him to do that. Um it's right next to uh have you seen the movie Easy Rider? Yeah. Okay. Long I time. have not. But there's a grave in this graveyard that also is in a scene in Easy Rider. Oh, okay. So, um, they, <laughs> the archdiocese back when they were filming this, they, someone asked them for permission to film in there and they didn't read the script, I guess. Interesting. And went, yeah, let's do that. And then it's a scene full of like hookers and acid. <laughs> <laughs> and so you weren't allowed to like take video or anything in this graveyard because they've made it. Against the rules because of whoa. that movie. <laughs> oh, whoa. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah. So, That's great. So they're afraid everyone's going to go in there and just drop acid and look at Nicolas Cage's grave, I guess. 30 years later. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like a good trip for us to do, actually. I just want to see the grave now. It, it's, uh, it's really not that impressive. Okay. <laughs> just really confusing. <laughs> what would be, like, your favorite grave to see? I mean, there's, like, classics like Jim Morrison. Mm-hmm. Jimi Hendrix. I want. I, I would want a weird one. Yeah, definitely. Which Nicholas Cage is the only one I can think of that's to- weird. Totally, totally. But I've seen it. It wasn't that great. No, maybe because he's not dead. Yeah, you really take something away if it's just like one day he might be here. <sighs> maybe. Here's. This is what I thought was the weirdest about this. So we're going through the tour, and. The tour guide says, and we've got 
an interesting grave up here ahead. And someone behind us went, ha, ha, ha. And she went, oh, you know who I'm talking about. And he went, oh, yeah. <laughs> did, like a, did you research before you went on the tour? Yeah. Is there like a weird <laughs> subculture of like grave people? I don't, I, I don't know. It sounds like it. What was it? Was it the Nicolas Cage? Yeah, the grave? Nicolas Cage one. Okay. He knew that there was an empty, empty uh, Nicolas Cage grave in this graveyard. Huh. There's also, and this was just interesting to me, a, a large wall in the middle of the graveyard. Yeah. Okay. So that they could have the Protestants buried on the other. <laughs> <laughs> So it's like all Catholics, a eh, few in-ground Protestants over there. And Ignore that's, them. That's the way it should be. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sushi jackknife. Sushi jackknife. It's good to be back.